Every little thing you did do to me You sweet to me for body She a love me for follow me Oh, wow, wow, Yeah, boy, let me go crazy I'm gonna get you show for me Say me can win drama on Joining us today, another holiday um, in Monaco. You know, um, well, I'll say today's quality. You know, one thing about um, Monaco is that you don't expect um, many exciting um, to see many exciting um, events occur or many exciting things occur. You know, so um, we'll start by um talking about um the event, the incidents that happened um over the um the rather the events that happened um in practice, you know, and then um leading to the um incidents that happened in um Q three, you know. So um, as we all know, Monaco is very complex track, you know, one of the hardest on the calendar, you know, um, I don't think, I don't think many of us like the track as it's, as it is, you know, because, um, if anyone has been to, um, um, Monaco, it's very small, you know, so it's not, you normally for for cars to drive self is you you can't have more than one there's not more than one lane you know monaco doesn't have um, a two lane um um street so it's it's a very tight um place you know and then with us with f1 going to monaco you know 
every year, you know, it, it, it still raises that question of why are we going to this place, you know, with like we've, like the sport has outgrown um the track, you know. So um um yeah. So um the events of um of um quality, you know, we have Charles on pole, science and um second and um Sergio and um Todd, you know. Um similar events to what happened um last year, you know, whereby um Charles went into the wall and then um, he was on pole, you know, but unfortunately he didn't even get to start that um race last year, you know. So same thing with um Perez, you know, you know, and then sometimes you say, Okay, do you blame the track, you know, for being so obviously for or or rather do you blame the track or do you blame um F1 itself? Because for teams here, Monaco is a when you talk about budget cap, Monaco is a is a is a, is a place or is a track whereby teams are bound to lose um money, you know, it's going to affect their budget cap, you know. So um going forward, you know, this is um something um team principal should um discuss, you know, because how long is it going to be on the track? But for me personally, I don't think um Monaco is going to leave the track um anytime soon because um if you if you um know the history of uh Monaco the country itself, you know, it's um where it's it's um it was the what what do you call it? The prince of Monaco, not this current prince, um um the his his dad, I believe, that brought F1 to Monaco. So there's this political connection to um F1 and Monaco being on the track, you know. So um yeah that aside, you know, so um looking at um the events, you know still on the track again is a you can't even really even judge how quick people are, you know, because we know Alpine have have, have not even been their best, you know, but the, the, this weekend they've been putting in um, wonderful laps, you know. So you really can't tell how much of an improvement from um where where were we last week on um, Barcelona to um where we are currently, you know. So um yeah, I'll just um I think I'm done speaking for now. Let me um allow you guys to um share your thoughts on um the events of quality. So um smart, if you'd like to go ahead, please. Okay, uh, thank you. Um, I was really impressed with Leclerc. Um, amazing driver. Um, Verstappen not happy. I'm, I'm serious. I wasn't happy because I couldn't watch the qualifying. I was driving and I saw like a post. And I saw like Ferrari once and I was like, what the? <laughs> so like, um, I expected Ferrari to be strong on this track um, given that the Red Bulls were more... Um, high-speed tracks that favors it more. Um, it was nice to see Lando up the Escher. did very well, and um, that's just what I have to say, Sha. I didn't watch the full stuff; I just watched part of it. Okay, so um, I think um, maybe going into um the different um teams, 
you know, um, Ferrari are usually um, quick in, well, I say, the slow corners, you know. And then coming to Monaco, it seems like it has favored them, you know, because um, even Max um, said it that Ferrari are the fastest, you know, that he wished for P2 ball. Unfortunately, um, he wasn't even able to put that out because of the incident, you know. So um, I think he's going, he's obviously going into Baku. Um, I know that's a bit far, but he's going into Baku, you'll um, be able to tell the difference, you know, like, okay, where where are these teams now, you know, and, and I believe that'll be race eight, you know. So, um, um, speaking on um, um, Ferrari, I believe um, this weekend has been a very good weekend for them. Charles has stopped all the sessions, you know, which um, is impressive, you know, because he, once again he's showing his consistency, you know, and then I'm and then I'm really, I'm really happy for him that okay he has been able to, well I say break part of that, is it is it well I say course. You know, whereby he has not, though he has not completed the race, though, but at least he successfully completed um, a qualifying, you know, which is which is um, a step forward, you know. And um, if we're looking at Red Bull, I believe Checo has been faster than Max all weekend, you know, and then um, it's something that. Is is, is 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 something I'm looking forward to tomorrow with Max not um, being ahead. You know, I look forward to um, will I say how Red Bull are going to play this out because we all know Monaco is all about strategy and the grace of God. <laughs> so uh, yeah, so uh, and then also there's also chances of rain. You know, so it's going if rain is going to fall, it's going to be very messy. You know, so um, wait. Can I speak on that Red Bull stuff? Yeah, please carry on. Um, like um, what you said is true because this one that Perez and like Max are like side to side to uh, coming to go and giving the tension that is already existing between Perez and Red Bull right now. I I I just hope I really hope because Verstappen was not looking happy like after the. Qualifier, he was looking like very, very angry. So, like, I really hope they don't clash tomorrow because that would just be devastating. Um, going back to Ferrari, I think they really needed a good, they really need a good weekend. This, like, tomorrow they need to like do very well, given the fact that they are a bit behind the, the constructors, and it would be like a morale boost for them if they can do very well tomorrow. Let's just hope the player doesn't um, do his thing again. I really hope you can finish this ratio. And I don't know if anyone is noticing, but what's going on with Ricardo? Like, that guy is not going to have Sydney next year if he's not careful. I don't know if I'm the only one that is like watching that guy. But like um, um I was I was I was just going just going to add um, just before we go to um, McLaren, I was just going to add um uh, to the Red Bull situation. It as as earlier said, it's going to be interesting, you know, to see how Red Bull play out this strategy, you know, because if they are not going to say okay, let's put Max ahead of um Checo, because if Checo is able to 
maintained um, this P3 from the start with all going well, then he has a podium. You understand? But it, it, will, will, will um, Red Bull want, obviously for the championship, will, will Red Bull once again sacrifice Checo? You know, so it's, it's, it's very interesting how it's going to play out um, tomorrow, you know, and with all the factors again with rain, you know, possible Latifi, you know, um, who else again, you know, so and you know, uh, you know, different things can occur, you know, it's, it's, it's Monaco. So it's just going to be interesting how um, it's going to play for Red Bull as a team. But yeah, moving on to uh, McLaren. Um, I, I believe it was yesterday or this morning. Um, uh, what's his name? Zach Brown spoke about um, was um Daniel, you know, and then he, obviously he said he was not happy with the performance um Daniel has been putting in all season, you know, and yeah, he just stated that, and then Daniel too during the press conference said that oh yes he knows, you know that no one can, um, it's, more, it's more like, okay, he knows that he's his biggest critic, you know. And then you look at it and it's okay, what improvements are you even making, you know, because you have Lando who they've been saying he's not um, fit, you know, he, you know he's, he's still sick, you know. Anytime they pan the camera to Lando, they are saying, oh, oh he's sick. He still, he still suffers from tonsillitis, you know. So, and then you, that you are very fit, everything is okay with you, you are not performing. You know, it, it, it raises the question of, okay, what's, what's going on here or how, how else can we help you? Because if you want to look at, um, if you want to look at, apart from Monza last year, Ricardo, Ricardo's performance has been nothing really to, um, will I say, will I say, write home about? You understand? And then even in even in previous places um, we've had, we've been speaking about Ricardo. You know, like he's not going to get a seat for twenty twenty three. I think, I think, we, I think I, um, I said it, or rather, we discussed it when we had the Spanish. GP. Um, yeah, smart. Go ahead, please. Uh, like um, you touched on Zach Brown's comments. Like no team is going to be happy when they are paid, pay like big money for you. Like the salary they are giving that guy, Baba, you can't just come and be fully fully people hard. It's not it's not possible. And that's one thing with Ricardo. I've had a problem with him for a long time. He likes jumping ships and uh, ships, and he just expects that if he jumps to this team. I was saying it one time now. If he jumps to this team, he will do well. If he jumps to this team, it doesn't work like that. He was doing well at Alpine, decided to go to McLaren, which was the team that he wanted to go to when he left Red Bull, but decided to go to Red Bull because they gave him big money. Now he went to McLaren. He's not performing well at all. And the Norris is just beating him. Like, it's 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 looking ridiculous now because Nando Norris is not even feeling strong. Like, I saw pictures of him, like, after the last race. The guy was like visibly sick. Like you, you can tell that this guy is not alright. Yet he's still beating you. It, it doesn't really make any sense. And with the money they are paying, it's just I don't really think like McLaren will like give him and like another contract. I don't, I don't know yet. But 
it's not looking good for him because they are not really happy. And you know now that they are fighting like hard to even like try and get fifth or or do reasonably well in the constructors, and him is just dragging the team points down. Doesn't look doesn't look too well for him, Charles. Doesn't look too well. For well, well, um, for me, I would say, I would say, Ricardo is definitely past his prime as a driver, you know. But as a driver, you don't lose that touch. I don't know, I don't, I don't, I don't know if you, I don't know if you get what I'm saying because you, you, you see someone like Kimi. Kimi was in this party forty. He's even coming back, going back to NASCAR. You know, you you don't you don't lose that touch. You like you still see it in, in um, Seb. You know, those uh, obviously Aston Martin. Aston Martin is 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 in the is in a dark place right now. You know, but you can see you you still see Seb that okay. Seb qualified P nine. You know, so. You tend to ask Ricardo, how best can they help you? You know, because it's definitely no money, you know, and then see, see someone like Ricardo here with a driver that is not performing. Mm-hmm. You are on big salary. Lando that is performing well. When um, the last time uh, Lando just, I, I think he signed a new contract in January or February, if I'm not mistaken. You know, if originally the budget for Lando's side when they were going to renew the side was, oh, they are going to give him two million. You know, because of Ricardo's performance and Rick- because of how Lando is performing, budget wise, is going to increase because you are going to see, Lando is going to say, I'm doing better than this brother. I don't know if you get what I'm um, telling you. So, uh, Ricardo needs to look at himself. And you spoke about new contract here. Yeah. I don't think Ricardo is going to get any new contract. I mean, me personally, I know, I know very soon, very soon, he'll come and say, oh, um, he's getting offers. Nobody's offering him anything in F1. I'm not, I'm not going to lie. Ricardo is not getting any new contract from Macron, except he finishes P4 or P5 from now to the the um to Abu Dhabi. That's the only way they will say, okay, this is the Ricardo that we signed. At the moment, the, um, Zach Brown even said, um, after Ricardo's comment, Zach Brown, I believe before qualifying, Zach Brown even said that there's a clause in the contract. So if they activate the clause, then it's over for him. You know, so I believe, I believe he just needs to, well, I said before, um, what's the next race again? Okay, the, um, after Baku, you know, when, when um, during the summer break, I believe he should just go and rehabilitate and come back because you cannot come and keep on saying, oh, it's because of you, um, COVID, you know, that, um, you, you miss, um, what, um, what do you call it? You miss testing. You are not the only person that missed testing. Seb miss um race one. Um, um which race the same Z race one I'll be with um, um race two, you know. So you 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 can't just be bringing up excuses, you know, as a as a driver. Your teammate is comp- is 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 doing very well in the same machinery. You have to 
match up, uh, match up to that expectation, you know. So I would say, I would say it's very disappointing, you know. Please go ahead. Um, like you were saying earlier about the the a driver doesn't lose his touch. I think I think Ricardo's own issue is that he's really really finding it difficult to adapt to the new the new regulations, the new cars. And when your teammate is constantly beating you, it's not putting you in the right mental like state to like actually perform. So like to me, um, Lando Norris is an exceptional driver. To me, the young always overtake the like old retire. Like he's very very talented. So me, I'm just looking forward. To, I hope Gasly can get out of that seat. Me, that's just what me I'm thinking about. But me, I know that Bakari won't give him that contract. It's just it's too old. <laughs> Hello. Uh, uh yeah, um please go ahead, um Debo. Sorry. Yeah, sorry about that. I didn't know how to put up my hand. Um thanks for hosting. Oh sorry, but no, just go ahead, no problem. Okay. Thanks for hosting this. I really enjoy hearing everything, people people's perspective on things. Um I have to say that I have to agree with you guys on everything you've said with regarding Ricardo. Um and just just going back to his history, I remember him doing, being very good at Red Bull. Then Max came, and they had a clash, you know, back then, where they, they were crashing into each other the whole season, and you know, the the team started favoring um, started favoring Max Verstappen. That's one of the reasons why he had to leave to go to um, Renault. But however, I have to agree with his performances. Is not the Ricardo that we used to know. He used to be a lot more feisty. And for me, I think his F1 his F1 career is done. I don't see him. I mean, people in Williams are even doing better than him. Should be that go there. And I believe that there are people in there are other people that can handle the car better than him. I personally like to look at Norris. Norris is one of the people I have right up there for the future. And the reason why I say this is there's a race last season that I can't remember what race it was, but I'm sure he, he almost won the race, but it started raining. And he came, I think he ended up coming seventh because he did not pitch on time. But that race signaled to me, because I heard, I, they were listening to his voice, his radio, I could hear the fire in him. You see, when, when you, you cannot be, you cannot say you want to be a world champion and, and really you don't have fire, right? As much as, like, as much as, um, I have issues with what happened last year. I thank God for Max Verstappen because the truth of the matter is this. You can see the fire in him. He doesn't settle for anything less than perfection, you know, and that is what a world champion is all about. You cannot be sitting down and be doing all sorts of little, little things. If you want to be a world champion, you have to have fire. You have to be able to push your team as hard as you can. And I see that in Lando Norris. The question is, can McLaren... Can McLaren make him a world champion? And that is a very, very... There's a very big question mark on on that. Another person that I see is George Russell. I see him, you know, even when he was... And I take this back to last year and the year before, when he was in Williams. I remember when he was... It was one time, Norris, that he was literally crying just to win one point. He was so dedicated to the team and how he wanted to, you know, just get out... Just that single point. And he has brought that that same mentality to Mercedes. So for me, these are the people that I'm looking at for the future. 
Um, definitely Alonso is done. Hamilton definitely has to retire in a few years, but he's still right up there. He's still challenging all these new kids, um, which is which is very very impressive. Vettel, our four-time world champion, um, seems to be struggling. I don't know. Um, even when he was in Ferrari, he was struggling. You can put down that down to the car. I think we can all put that down to the car. But now, and Aston Martin as well, he's also struggling as well. So, so I don't know about him. I think he's too. He's done. Um, and then the last person I'll touch on would be Perez for next for tomorrow's race with with forecast for rains and things. I think Perez is the only person that doesn't know that he's the second driver. Really, if he doesn't know he's the second driver, then truly, I'm, I don't. I don't know what he's. I don't. I don't know what he has in mind. But I. I fully expect that they are going to swap positions, doing doing a team order for them to swap positions. But um, I'd like to hear what everyone has to say on on other issues as well as what I've spoken about. Thank you. Thank you very much, um, Debo. You've made some very um, important points. You know, you've also brought in some um important um topics you know so um um as going back to um mclaren you know um i agree with you lando norris is the future you know and then you spoke about can can mclaren give him a championship winning car you know for me i would say in my honest opinion at the moment no you know, because why I will say no is that for, first of all, this sport is run by money, you know. And then a man like Zach Brown, you know, sometimes you, sometimes, when, when I see him here, I, it, it's obvious that he's stressed, you know. He always talks about, if, if you listen to most of, when Zach Brown is talking or most of, his interviews, he always talks about funding and financing and sponsorship, you know, more than the actual um, actual um, 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 team aspect, you know. I know, obviously, he's the CEO, you know, um, Saido handles is the team principal, you know, but you know that McLaren really needs this money, you know, and then you need that money to develop, you know, and then I believe McLaren has, well, I say they've, with what they have, you know, they've been very effective, you know, in in bringing out a very good car. You know, they did that um, last year, you know, they, and, and then it seems they are doing it this year, you know, even though they had a very um, bad start in Bahrain, you know, they've been able to recover, you know, which is, which I would say is, which I would say is very good uh, for them, you know best of the will you say best of the midfield you know because Alpine used to be one of the best of the midfield but they are no longer there again but we'll talk about that later so um if well, at the moment McLaren don't have the resources that Red Bull Mercedes and Ferrari have you know so if they're lacking these resources, I don't, I, I don't, I don't see how is able for them how 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 they'll be able to um provide someone like Lando with a championship um winning car, you know. So um, and then you and then you it now brings out another 
topic or another talking point in the sense that how long is Lando now going to be in McLaren for? You know, because as um, Debo has said, he's someone that is very determined, he's very passionate. He nearly won uh, Russia, um, uh, Russia, you know, where the um, was it where the rain started, you know. That things like that is what happened there. You can't even blame me, you know. Everything is experience, you know. I put it to you that if Lando finds himself in such situations next time, he'll be able to make a much better call, you know. So, uh, even Monza that Ricardo won, clearly the team knows that that was Lando's race to win, you know. That was that, that was more of a mental booster for Ricardo. He, he went there to say, oh, they thought I never left. Lando was clearly faster than Ricardo in that race in Monza to in Monza last year. The team, the team has tried to help Ricardo in so many ways, you know. So I believe it's it's just up to Ricardo, you know, to pick up himself, you know, as an individual, and then um, you know, yeah, see where he has. But um, if, if um regarding the new kids, you know, and um, I know Debo touched on um. Vettel and um, um, Hamilton, as well as um, Perez, you know. I would say Vettel, yeah. Vettel just, in my opinion, I see I see him here for at most 2023, and then he calls it a career, you know. I don't see him, I don't see, I don't, I don't see Vettel here past 2023, you know, because the, in, in this sport here, yeah, there's 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 so much um, stress and there's so much pressure on you, you know. And if you are not in a position whereby you are able to um, be constantly getting points, you're able to achieve, you know, you're able to achieve something. You are not like what what is the point, you know? So so in as much as you know, they might say, oh, they enjoy the the thrill, they enjoy the adrenaline. So there's also the mental fact of it, that the mental aspect of, okay, of what I'm, I'm not gaining anything. You know, this team is not providing me with, um, um, with, with, the, with the right car for me to be able to um, gain points. You know, so um, on these new kids, I feel there, there are still a lot of um, kids. To watch, you know, you you see, you um, there's this guy in F two, oh, um, I've forgotten. Is is a French um driver in F two. Um, um, I'll get, I'll, I'll see if I remember his name. He's he's quite good as well, you know. So, I, with time, you know, um, with time, I I I feel. Things are things are just going to open up, you know, and then we just tend to see um, new faces, you know, who will be able to challenge the people we have now, you know. So, um, smart, please go ahead. Uh, yeah. Uh, were you talking about like someone to replace Ricardo, like the young driver? So, I don't know. I just uh, moved on from um, that. I was trying to reply to what um, Debo said, but you can always um, speak on that. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. Yeah, carry on. If you are going to um, speak on that. Hopefully, like, um, tomorrow's race, I really hope it's a good race. Depending, I really hope the rain falls, because 
I've never watched a Monaco Grand Prix that I reigned. So hopefully we we'll get a good race tomorrow. Um, the Mercedes not looking quite impressive like um, last weekend. Um, Hampton P8, Russell P6. Russell seems to be always beating Malga at <laughs> at uh, qualifying. Let me not talk too much on that. So at Mercedes fans don't call me out here. But no, um, I'm, 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 I'm smart. Um, sorry, just to cut you in for Mercedes here. Will you, uh, will you, Monaco? Will, will you use Monaco to be able to judge? Are you using Monaco to judge their performance? Because if you want to go back, Mercedes hasn't been the best in Monaco in terms of history. You know where they won championships and both championships. You know. Uh, me, I, I use every race to judge teams. Um, and I think the reason they went very good last uh, previous years because their car was always a, like high speed um, track car. This time around, it's not high. It's not a high speed track car. So why? What excuse do they do they have this time? Baba, yeah. So like to me, like uh, Monaco is still a very good track to determine how good the car is. Um, we know the Red Bull is. Uh, more of a straight line speed car. We know the Ferrari is more of um, very good in turning and that aspect. And we can see with their qualifying positions today, we can see how that translates into the race. So, to me, we we can always use this to to judge them, and we can also use it to judge the drivers. So, if I let Debo say something, I think also okay. Um, 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 just before um Debo. Speaks. Um, Fatima, please, I'll come to you, please. Um, Debo, please go ahead. Yes, thank you. I just want to um, I just want to say about the rain that you mentioned. I'm smart that if you've never watched a Monaco with rain, I don't think it's something that you want to watch because it's a complete disaster. There's really a dry Monaco race. You cannot, you can hardly overtake. So a wet Monaco race just gives. A very very dicey race. Maybe it makes it more interesting, but there will be a lot of crashes. And typically, um, I think as the host said, um, Monaco as a track is not really a very exciting race. I mean, you are on point when you say it's, you know, it's about low speed corners. But once you, once the first lap is over, most most often than not, that is exactly how the the race is going to end. Unless something catastrophic happens and there's a safety car, which there usually is, if I'm honest. But um, I, I hope for a, I hope for a, an interesting race. I'm not optimistic about it. Um, will they remove it from the track? Definitely not. It's a historical race that has been there for over 50 years. Um, I was reading something the other day about the different cars. The cars that when they started Monaco, it was a lot. Cars were a lot smaller. They were less than one point, like one point two meters wide, or something along those lines. Today they are over two meters wide. So, the cars, the the design for Monaco tracks is very different from, you know, the, the cars have outgrown, more or less outgrown the track. But um, it will be interesting to see what what happens tomorrow. I don't think I'm not expecting much excitement, if I'm honest. Yeah. Um. Thank you, Debo. Um. Yami, just before I come to you, um, Fatima, please. No, you can let Yemi talk. I wanted to respond to Smart concerning okay. the Ricardo's incident. I wanted to just say that I don't think we should excuse him based on the fact that he, uh, Norris is better. It's by affecting mentally and all of that. Because I think 
this is the second year in running and he's still not giving it as much as we'd expect. And I also wanted to make reference to Monza, which he already did that. That he won that last year wasn't exactly his effort. It was more of, it was basically Lando's win, but I think it was team situation where they just wanted to be more comfortable with race positions at that time. That's just what I wanted to see. It has been said already. Thank you, Fastimas. Thank you. Um, yeah, me please. Um, okay, yeah. Uh, I mean, I just joined, so I, I, I haven't been really following the conversation. Uh, but yeah, just to piggyback off the the, the guy who spoke before, Fatima. Uh, or not piggyback, just some things he said. So, you know, I don't know if you guys know, but you know, the contract, f contract to Monaco ends this year. And from what I, based on like everything I've read and I've, you know, based on all I've heard about that whole situation, it's not looking like, you know, the chances are very high. And the reason why is, obviously, like, Monaco is, but we know, we both, we all know that, you know, it's always a boring race. Qualifying is decide it all. And, um, you know, the track hasn't evolved a whole lot. You look at situations like um, other tracks evolving to accommodate, you know, or to evolving to become better versions of themselves. Australia is a very good example. You know, it was a very difficult track to overtake, and then they made they invested money to make significant changes because for them, F1 is important to the track, right? Uh, you know, and, and we got it. I thought, I thought we got a very good race this year, and I'm looking forward to more races in Australia going forward. But the the reverse is the case with the, uh, Monaco. Like I heard that, you know, the guys, the, the the Monaco guys, they they just have this. They are very very comfortable. They have this perspective that you know they are the crown jewel of of the of F1, and you know, so they don't feel like they should, they should, they, they, should, they don't feel like, they're, they're very, they feel like F1 will renew, that nothing will happen. Uh, I mean, on that Bernie Alcostone's era, that could have, you know, that would probably was a good strategy, but these F1 guys are Americans, man, they don't play, these guys are all about business, and they will look at the numbers, right? The truth is, Monaco, for all the, for all they say it is, it doesn't go for an exciting race, right? And these are, this, this is a, a FOM that is trying to go for a 24 race calendar, um, you know, next year they go to like Las Vegas. They're thinking of doing doing it in, in um, South Africa in two years' time. So, like, these guys have plans. And from what I hear, it's they are now like in, in an impasse, right? In to say where Monaco, the Monaco guys are not budging. But everyone is like, you guys, we'll free you people up. You guys. So that's where it is. And you know, so we'll see how that evolves. But I know the contract ends this year, and it's not looking like a like a sure um, a sure banker, right? And I guess on qualifying as a whole, I thought it was I thought it was a good qualifying. Uh, I I mean I think I thought I thought Russell did a good lap. Shame for Lewis because he couldn't get his good first lap in. Uh, and it was he's been quicker than Russell all weekend. So it's just, I just imagine could have Lewis if he had got the first lap to as well, probably have you know probably gone in the mix. Maybe behind Lando, maybe ahead of Lando. Who knows? I also thought Lando did fantastic, but that was an awesome lap, like fantastic lap from Lando. Uh, Perez, Perez has been has been comfortably ahead of Max all all this weekend. I was like, I my guess is is a follow up from from last from last um from last from the last race in Spain, and I and you know Red Bull, I feel like they put themselves in an uncomfortable position because when you are having to institute team orders in in the final in this you know in a weekend where the guy gave birth, <laughs> you know he had a kid in that weekend, did get and then and he's race six for God's sake, did get like and you know. I mean, seven points. They didn't fight it out, right? I mean, I, I'm, I'm probably sure Max would still have won that race. 
but let them fight it out, you know, make it a fair fight, you know. So um, I just I wonder how that would impact the dynamics because Perez was a very good ally last year, you know. Perez significantly helped Max in winning that, you know, in 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 last week last season's um uh in the last season, you know, I don't want to say he won the championship, but yeah, he last his Perez was influential, right? Because he did a good job as as a number two driver. This year, I think the cars, because we all know that last season the car, I mean the prior years, that car was is was built for Max, right? So all the drivers had to come to adapt. But this year's car is a bit more has brought the balance, has brought things to more to a more balanced perspective. So Perez and Max, I mean this year Perez is on pole. Max is yet to get the pole position this year, you know. And Perez has gotten a pole position, so it shows that he's more comfortable with this kind of car. And he's been quick, quick all, all, uh, all, all, all that weekend in Monaco. So it'll be interesting to see, you know, how it impacts on the rest of the season because you now have a driver that is not happy in the team, and that that could be that's supposed to be the best guy, you know, to, to help your your main guy get the championship, right? You know, so we'll see what happens. I was really sorry. I was supposed to say that <laughs> that they will take the um, they will they will replace Perez's gearbox and he'll, he'll give he'll get a five place grip, grip penalty, and that's how they will move Max up. But I mean, honestly, this Rebel team, man, you can't put that kind of thing past them. Well, I mean, I guess that's just jokes. I do hope, you know, uh, I hope for a good race. I th- I, um, obviously, Bayern, Ferrari, and Red Bull. I think Mercedes had very, very fantastic, um, long-run pace, you know, in a practice yesterday. So that could come into play, but it can't be based on the overtaking. It's probably be, probably an overcut strategy or an undercut strategy or something like that. But I mean, I think uh, is I mean, what do you come to expect? The qualifying was Monaco qualifying. Somebody must crash in the end, you know, just you know, hectic traffic everywhere, you know. But yeah, hoping for a good, good race tomorrow. Thank you. Yeah, thank uh, okay. you. I mean, so um, I'm sorry, Bishop. If you would just okay, I'll come to you, um, Bishop, please. If you just um, hold on, let me just add to what Yemi said. So um, so on the track, Yemi. Um, okay, I don't believe you were here earlier on in the beginning when we spoke about the track. You know, um, you know, we said how long, you know, can um F one uh, continue to race here, you know, we talked about the size of the cars, you know, and, um, yeah, the different factors that are involved, you know. So, for Monaco, you know, um, they've been coming here since, I believe, since 1954, you know, so it's more of, it's more of um, a history, you know, and then there's also that political connection you know um you know with the um with the um was 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 what they called again the house of um Grimaldi, the um prince of monaco the family you know so this is how is 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 one of the ways in which monaco gets its attraction every year you know because it attracts people to um the city itself, you know, and hence generates revenue because Monaco itself doesn't really generate um, much revenue, you know. So for it to leave the calendar is going to be something that is going to be a very big loss to Monaco itself and to the people of Monaco. So I feel going forward, you know, it, Regardless of the contract um, ending any time um, this year, also I just feel 
is still going to be renewed. And then everyone, every year, we're all still going to complain about it. And we move on to the, after that race weekend, we move on, you know. So um, that's just the way um, I see uh, Monaco, you know. So um, Bishop, please, I don't know. Yeah, go ahead, please. Uh, okay, first, I want to add to the Monaco stuff. So, the duration in Monaco since 1929, and since everyone started to get like everyone, I think the only year was like 2020, like 2019. So, this and that thing about the contract being renewed, it's just FIH talk about them not being granted like special permission for like grants, like other functional grants. It's not really about the track. Even the drivers, that's why you would say uh, the track is boring, it is predictable. The drivers like it because it's like a prestigious and they want. I want to have a loss, I want to have a loss, I want to have a loss, I want to have a Now, uh, I know this is not true, but what you said about the uh, track of taking a new engine and getting it to be pronounced. So, yeah, I don't think, I think for season, the entire support engine changes have a game of change. So even if you change it, you cannot get something changed. Like, okay, I think it's really possible to do. Oh, I forgot what somebody was. Okay, yes. And you also said that why did not allow Max and Chuck to back it and the track? If you remember back in 2018, that's what happened when you let your driver, so there was or Max and Chuck, you and Nico. 
Thank you very much, uh, Bishop. Uh, okay, um, Debo, I'll come to you. Let me uh, read one, please. Okay, so. Good evening, guys. Um, Good evening. I think we okay. should just end it. Is yeah, carry on. It's part of this point. This thing in Monaco again. If they don't want to continue, there's no point in forcing them to renew contract and stuff like that. And after that. Someone said Max has not gotten pulled this season. He got so he has gotten pulled. for the team. Yeah, fine. They gave the team, but I will later to Cheko radio. It was faster than Cheko. So there's no point in them fighting. Um, Ridwa, hold on. Let me bring you. Let me bring you up again. I'm coming. I'll bring you up one second. Um, Debo, please go ahead. Please, while um, we um bring Ridwa up. Okay. Um. So I just wanted to add to two points that um people have made. One about about uh, Max and and um Czech and Checo. And the other regarding the Monaco Grand Prix. And I'll start with the Monaco Grand Prix. Um, in terms of replacing it, it will be interesting to see what happens because the Monaco Grand Prix historically has always been the glamour Grand Prix where all the stars come. You know, it's more of for sure than an actual, an actual race, if you want to be honest. You know, that's why, you know, you see all the stars, they all come in with their boats and lav being lavish and everything. That's what the Monaco Grand Prix has stood for, for for a very long time. But all of a sudden, we have, the Americans have come into play. Now, when I was, when we were, when we were watching the Miami Grand Prix, that felt like a star-studded Grand Prix, you know. And then next year as well, they are bringing in Las Vegas. So if you have... Miami and Las Vegas, and you know the Americans and how they behave and how they are going to, you know, Las Vegas will be definitely be at night with all the lights and all the stars. Everybody will be there. You know, it's going. This is just going to take more and more away from what the Monaco Grand Prix has always stood for. So definitely, it's going to water down the prestige of what Monaco Grand Prix has always been about. They will only have history to write on. So it will be interesting to see what that happens. And then regarding Max and Checo. My stance on this is um Max um in terms Red Bull is at fault as far as I'm concerned. I feel like it is too early in the season to be giving team orders. We still have over 20, I mean, am I right? Almost 20 races or just under 20 races to go. You know, why are you giving team orders at the fifth, is it the fifth race of the season when you know that? Um, anything can happen down the line. It just goes to show you that the Red Bull mentality, because as far as I'm concerned, it's wrong. You know, a, a, 
you're a racing driver, you are there to win, right? And if and if you are a number two driver, you should also be given an opportunity to win. So from what they are saying is that Checo should not win any race as long as Max is behind him. He always he will always has to give the position, which I think it's um it's wrong and definitely should be looked into because that's that team order that they gave last race made no sense to me. If Max wanted to win it, he should have raced Checo for the win. Why do you have to give a team order in such in the begin in the beginning of the season? If we were in the last quarter of the season and we are kind of knew okay, there it had narrowed down to maybe three people and Checo was the unlikely one. I can understand that. But in the fifth race of the season or whatever race that was, it's completely, you know, it's completely unacceptable from Red Bull. And, you know, we'll see how see how that pans out. But I think at the end of the day, it might not turn out well. Or Checo might feel like oh, he has nowhere else to go and just, just sit down and take it like that. Thank you very much, um, Debo. Um, I was I have a few things to add, but I'll allow um Ridwan speak because I know he wants to speak about Red Bull as well. So Ridwan, please go ahead. Okay, so I don't know what happened the other time. So as I was talking about Max and Checo, so yeah. I went listening to Checo's radio, like when they were calling those lap times, both of them were doing like Max. Max was fast, and we knew, like from Bahrain, that the Red Bull fights more of the teams like Ferrari, Mercedes, like they are number one driver, number two driver, or both drivers fighting it out and crashing into each other. And we needed the points for last week. For instance, now one of them did not finish the race, or both of them did not finish the race. I'm pretty sure fans will always say that why didn't they give the team order? About the, the person that is faster should like you go more should like they should give the team orders or uh, stuff like that. The thing is that when Christian Honor was talking about it, you even he talked about the reliability issue that they've not they are not that clear if the both cars do not have issues like that. And we we saw what happened with Max also the, about the DRS stuff and stuff like that. So I, I for me I feel like it is a very good decision to make because they are not sure about those cars. That's justice about that. So about the McLaren and give uh, Ridwan, uh, I think we're losing you a bit. Uh, we're losing you a bit, Ridwan. Um, but please try and speak because, yeah, go ahead. Okay, so for Ricciardo, can you hear me? Hello, yes, please. Okay, so yes, for Richard, I think they should just let him go because I don't have not seen any exceptional wins he has done in since he has been at McLaren. At is not at small 
Monsa or isn't it, I think last year in Italy, yeah? Last year, he, he knows what happened. So that's just about McLaren stuff like that. And I'm pretty sure since all these news rumors have been coming out about them letting him go, the pressure will like it to be high on him also. So I'm pretty sure they will have to make a decision about it. And for Ferrari, those guys, like, they've got the peace. Like, I respect them. Like, that car is super fast. But tomorrow, we we all we know that in overtake is pretty is is very hard to overtake. So let's see how it's only strategy and like it's only because last year we saw Checo moving from P8 to P4 based on the uh, the like when he went when he went to uh, pit. And Lewis went from P7 to P7 when and he pitted first. So let's see how the strategy works out tomorrow. But tomorrow we all know but we all know that, that whoever takes pole in Monaco wins the risk. So that's it. Thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you very much, uh, Ridwan. Uh, thank you. I believe yeah. Thank. I believe you are done. So, um, I think to if I was just going to add to um, what you and um, Debo have said, you know, um, I think the question um Red Bull fans need to ask themselves is. Because there is the team, you have team supporters and you have driver supporters, you know. So the question the Red Bull fans, as I said, need to ask themselves is what is the team priority? Uh, what is the team's priority? Is it championship for Max or uh what or um the constructors? You know, because if if it's in the if the, if it's sorry if it's the cons, if if it's um the constructors that um that is the priority then you should be working hand in hand uh both drivers should be working hand in hand and then team others shouldn't necessarily come in you know so um it's more like okay what are they prioritizing first you know and in this situation it looks like okay it's more like max that they are putting ahead. But, yeah, Max has won the championship. The pressure should be um, a bit off, you know. But, you, but, but sometimes you still, it still feels like the team is still under a bit of pressure, you know. And then, um, on the other hand, for Checo as an individual, you say, uh, Checo, where are you going to go? You know, you are currently, you are, you are not going to go back to the trenches, you know, because you are currently at the best place possible you can be. You just have to put up with it, you know, and know that you are number two. There's nothing like equality, you know. Um, and um, what another thing for Red Bull is Red Bull just have to keep on pacifying um, Checo, per se, because 
in like the situation that happened in Spain, yeah, you can only you can only pet him, you can only tell him that okay, don't worry, check it will not happen again. Because at the end of the day, when you when when you look at the drivers' market, there's nobody qualified to fit um uh, the, to go into that Red Bull seat, that second Red Bull seat, and to compete with Max. You understand? So, not Gasly, not Sonoda, not anybody from the academy. You know, they've tried it; it didn't work. They've gone out now. They've gone outside. Um, they've gone to get Checo. You know, so and then with them having Checo, um, um, at the moment. You know, he still puts them in a very good place and in a very good position. So I feel that this whole uh, Max, Checo, and Red Bull thing, you know, it, it's just, it's, Red Bull are just going to just pacify the issue and then just see how uh, they can manage the issue, you know, because in as much as Checo wants more, you know, they're only just going to keep, keep, uh, um, how will I, just um keep telling him that don't worry, Checo, don't worry, Checo. He's going don't worry, he's gonna come. He's going or, or rather we'll see in the next um this thing, you know. They'll just keep fucking him over. So so that's um that's the way I see um the whole um Red Bull and um what do you call him? Red Bull and Checo um thing, you know. So um moving on, moving on to um the sister Red Bull team. You know, Alpha, um, Tuari, you know, both, I would say, uh, hasn't, since the start of the season, hasn't been a very good one for Gasly. You know, both, though, um, this, um, the team has suffered, um, reliability issues, you know, and then they keep suffering from, um, this, um, reliability issues, you know. So, um, but um, I, I, I felt Gasly, um, was very, good um this weekend you know because he was putting in some good lap times you know unfortunately for that unnecessary red flag from um yuki who cost um the red flag i felt i felt gasly would have made it to um q3 you know so um yeah it's just um it's just um very sad that that um occurred you know and then hopefully the hopefully um their reliability issues are have been sorted, you know, against um Baku, you know, because that's where the real test is. I don't know if anyone has anything to add um to the Alpha Taurus just before we move on. Okay. Um well um uh, moving on. Alpha, um, not Alpha, sorry. Alpha Romero, you know, the Alpha Romero of Bautri, Bottas, and Guan Yujo. You know, Guan Yujo, um, P20, you know. <sighs> to be honest, I don't, I, I really don't know what's wrong with Alpha because it seems they've been suffering, um, some reliability issues, you know, and then, um, um, what's his name? Bottas. I believe was it today or yesterday? Like he, I believe it was earlier today. You know, he wasn't. He wasn't. Uh, he was late for FP. Um, FP. Um, FP three because the car was under repairs. You know, so one issue or the other. You know, so um, I don't know. I, I obviously, SF strategy comes into play. I don't see them 
having um, getting any points tomorrow, you know. So, um, yeah, that's just it um, for the alphas. I don't know if anyone has anything to add on that. Um, I'll just add that. Um, I mean, they are they are there. I'm not I'm not too sure about what it is that the what their what their goal is this season. Um, mid tables, maybe we'll see whether whether they're able to to get there. But um, it'll be interesting to see what happens in the mid tables. Well, I think for um the alphas, yeah, I would say. Their goal, I, I, for me, from my own perspective, I, I, I see their goal as um, being better than where they were last, um, the last two years, you know, which is just finished um, above um, um, Haas and Williams, you know. So um, I believe on the con- I believe on the constructors, they are, um, I believe they are. They are somewhere decent on the, uh, on the constructors. Yeah, they, so they are currently P five on um the constructors. You know, just behind, um, what do you call them, McLaren. You know, which is, which is which you could say um is an improvement for them. You know, so um I I on their goals and objectives, I would say their goals and objectives to finish higher up in the midfield. You know, which is currently where they are, you know, they are still, um, at the moment, I would say they are hitting their target, you know, though they are, we still have about, when this is race um, seven, so um, probably we still have about, let's say 16 races, I'll be, um, 16, 17 more races to go, you know, so um, yeah, it's, it's still, it's still a long um, journey, you know, and then, We'll see how it pans out, you know, at the end of the season in Abu Dhabi, you know. But I, for me, that's just why I, I, I see them, you know, just to finish higher than where they've um, always finished, you know. So, yeah. Um, so, moving on, we have um, Haas. I'll say, um, I, I, I'll say, for, I'll say, um, for the Haas, you know, Haas per se, they've been up and down. You know, you really can't, you really can't um say okay, they have a constant um, they have been consistent. You know, because Australia was up and down. They were good in Bahrain. Um, I can't even remember Imola. Um. You know, um, Spain, they were Spain, Spain, they were a bit decent. You know, so um, has has their performances have been up and down. You know, but obviously, we at least we can see improvement from um, the previous seasons. They've been on the, they've been on the grid. You know, um, I I would say it was it was a good decision for them to um. Axe out Mazepin and bring in um what's his name? Magnussen back because you need experience, you know. And I keep on saying it that if 
it was Schumacher and what uh, was was um, what's his name? It was Schumacher and um, um, Mazepin. All the praises will be going to Schumacher because we'll be saying, "Oh, Mick, Mick, Mick is extracting the best out of the car." You know, they are the the house team. Um, the house team is the house team is going through it. You know, they don't really know what what they are doing in the factory. Sometimes it boils down to the drivers. You know, so I feel um the mistake has is not repeating the mistake of um last of um last season which was when they had two rookies you know because now you have an experienced driver who is able to put the car in q2 q3 you know compared to where you had drivers that were struggling out of q1 and then um, managing to enter q2 you know so um it, it's it says a lot about um drivers and experience you know Same, uh, similar thing can be said with um, what do you call it? Um, McLaren, you know, if it was, you know, I'm sorry to go back there, but similar thing can be said with McLaren, you know, where you have one driver extracting the best out of the car, and then you have the other driver just winging it, you know. So that's um, that's that's um, where will I say that that also plays a factor, you know, in in um, getting the best out of this car, you know, having the right person behind the wheel you know so yeah um i don't know if anyone has anything to add to us just before we move on to williams um i would say that has um they've definitely um i mean they try they are are definitely improved this season compared to last season like you said and the choice to abandon last season has helped them. Um, they used to struggle to get one point in the whole season. I think they have about 15 points. And that is all down to Magnussen. Um, I, I believe Schumacher hasn't extracted, hasn't scored any points for them this season. Um, another thing that I would say that is going for them is the fact that um, they have the Ferrari engine, which is doing very well for, I mean, I mean, Ferrari scrapped literally scrapped the last two seasons to to develop for this season. So, um, their engine is definitely pushing them up to Q3. I was I've been surprised to see Haas in Q3 in several occasions this season. So that's um, is a good development for them. But really and truly, I still see them as an, an American team that really is in the bottom half of the um, of the constructors champ, constructors championship. Um, is is I I want to see Mick move into another team. Um, will I say that because I don't just see a future for him in Haas. Um, there's also the nostalgia of him being Michael Schumacher's son and all that. But I mean, he's he's Mick. He's not Schumacher. Let's not forget that we also had Ralph Schumacher who did not win a championship. But he won a few races. So he's not the it's not the second Schumacher to be in F1. He's as far as I know the third. Um, so it's it's interesting to see what they come up with, but in the, in their future, they are, they are F one is getting a lot of buzz now, and um, I won't be surprised if someone buys Haas. It's one of the teams that I think will be up for grabs in the near future. Thank you, Debo. Uh, well, to um, add to what you've said on Schumacher. Well, as I said, it's not the it's not the um, second Schumacher, you know. And then 
it's always difficult to at the end there's this popular thing that often guys are not equal you know just because one person did it just because your father did it doesn't mean this one can do it you know so um with meek there's this well i say there's this um thing that he might not be as successful you know but one thing about life is that um things turn out differently and then um yeah, you can just never be you can you can you can just you are the future you can just never be um sure of well let's say the future, you know, and then um for for Mick, there are rumors that he's gonna go to um I rather Aston Martin want to replace him for Seb. You know, in my opinion, mm, nope. It's a very it's a very horrible decision. You know, because Mick, Mick, I would say Mick has not, yes, Mick, Mick has been in F1 for two years, you know. Mick has been in house for two years, you know, but Mick is not going to give you that experience that is Seb will bring to um an Ast- or rather a Seb will bring to an Aston Martin, you know, you know. So um and then Lanstro Lanstro is Lanstro it's so funny that Lanstro has been in this sport since two thousand and I've been I'm in two thousand and seventeen also. And then some and then sometimes it always feels like Lanstro has just been here for like uh, um two years or three years, you know. So he's been here for a very long time, you know. And then Lance Stroll, if you're going to if you're going to bring in a Schumacher and then um, well, I say promote a Lance Stroll to be the first um driver, then I wonder where Aston Martin is headed because you have you basically have no well, I say no um no experience from 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 like like you you basically have no proper experience like you don't have a, a an experienced driver giving you proper feedback you know like if you listen to Lanstro's um what do you call it um radio um radio um, com- um communications with his engineers yeah when he's giving feedback it I'm sure I can even give better feedback when I went down that, that through, you know. So sometimes um all these things um all these things come into play, you know, all these things matter, you know. So um for yeah, I think we've we've even moved into um Aston Martin, you know. So um for Aston Martin as a team, if um Stroll is gonna what do you call it, if Vettel is gonna go at the end of um 2023. You know, and then they're going to bring in um Schumacher. Then I uh, it, it, it feels more like a it feels more like a marquee or a statement signing than okay, we really want to make a challenge, we really want to go up the grid, you know, because I would say okay, you can you can as well go for someone like a Gasly, you know, who has experience in both Red Bull teams. You know, 
But well, you never know though. You never know with um all these um teams, you know. So um yeah. Uh, I don't know if anyone has anything to add to that and um Aston Martin in general. Okay. I remember when Aston Martin used to compete, you know, but is um rather racing points, you know, they had the time when they competed. So it's so sad how things have just changed, you know. So um yeah, Williams. Um Williams well the they came into uh, Monaco, you know, nobody dyed their hair, you know, which is the is is like they realize that they don't they, they they can't be bringing out their their foolishness anymore. You know, nobody dyed their hair this weekend. Everybody's looking serious. Everybody's smiling. But um, yeah, you for Williams, you, or rather for this weekend, you can't really judge how quick a how quick a team is, or rather how quick um, a car is. You know, because of um. As we said earlier, because of the track, you know. So um, both drivers, P16 and P19 in quality, you know. Nicholas Satif, I don't think, I think his highest, um, this thing today was P16. Yeah, I think the highest all weekend was P16, which is what he did in his last um, quality run in Q1, you know. And then he was um, knocked out, you know. And then... um. Unfortunately, to um, Alex Albon was knocked out, you know. So um, I don't know. I, well, Williams, I think we've, all, we've we've spoken about Williams a lot, you know. Um, you will never you will never really know how much um, you are able to um, get out of the car if you don't have someone. Um, with good hands behind the wheel, you know. So um, it's quite. It's I I for I would have loved to see um, um. I wish it was Latifi that was out um the previous weekend where 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 um, um they had them um, the the freeze, you know. I would have loved to see um the times Nick would have put in with um Albon, you know, because having another driver. Um, behind you, we will tell you, okay, is Albon even reaching the benchmark, you know, or him is just winging it as an individual, you know. So, um, this, the, um, having someone good behind the wheel matters, you know, because the, then you will be able to know how best or how good your car is, you know. So, yeah, um, I don't know if anyone has anything to add to Williams. Okay. Um, I believe, I believe. Um, we've we've um, touched on um all the teams, guys. So um, um, I don't know if um anyone wants to share their risk. Anyway, anyway, predictions for tomorrow. If um race was, if rain was gonna occur, I don't know if anyone wants to um share their predictions. I, I personally, I feel, I feel, 
for some reason I I, I feel um we might have McLaren and Mercedes on the podium. You know, so I, I don't know why. I just I I personally don't feel it would be I don't I personally don't feel it would in as much as it's been a very good weekend for um Charles and Science, you know, um P um P one, P two, you know, but I feel if rain is to four, then things might change and then but I, I personally I see um Max Lando um Russell, you know, um those are my predictions for um I know for tomorrow. I know they are very weird, but those are those predictions are weird if rain, if rain were to if rain went to four, you know. So um yeah, that's how I see. Um, Debo, do you have any? Do you want to share your predictions? Ah, in the Monaco Grand Prix. Yeah, we, if if, yeah. if is to focus, if rain falls, things. If, if rain falls, you cannot predict anything. Literally anything. For for all you know, you you will see Lance Stroll at the po- at the podium. Ex- ex- you know? Exactly. So that that is very very dicey. But if rain wasn't to fall, I would still say, for some reason, the only way that they would they will be able to overtake will be doing undercut overcut and i would say they will i would say leclerc first verstappen second and Sainz third because i think they will use a team order for verstappen to go in front of of um Sainz. Mm-hmm. i'm sort of in front of checo and they might do an undercut on undercut or overcut on um Sainz. But I think um, Leclerc would run away with it. Hopefully, there won't be any accidents or incidents. There's really no pressure on Leclerc. Oh. Once, you, once you make the first corner, just drive away. Just drive home with this victory. That's just what Monaco is about. Yeah. Well, kind I, of well, I, well, I feel... Um, I feel... Um, I feel... It's difficult for them not to be a... What do you call it? A, a safety car or an incident not to occur. You know, yeah, uh, definitely. Those that the odds are high. You know, you have a Latifi. You know, you have um, even 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 um, Charles is is bound to make mistakes. Science is bound to make. Everyone is bound to make mistakes. So, um, it's just going to be uh very interesting. You know, because when I listen to some of the um drivers speaking um during the posts, um doing the post quality interviews you know many of them that didn't get to put in that last lap are looking forward to the rain you know <laughs> magnuson saying oh he's looking forward to the rain you know so it's more like everyone knows that if that rain is going to occur there's going to be so many um mistakes occurring there's going to be so many mishaps um happening you know and then in, in, and also is the track where there's no room for error you know so if if, if like if you've even or even on game, yeah, even when I'm playing a Monaco on the game, I try to avoid I, I, I don't even like the track per se because it's a, it, it, I'm, I always tend to go into the wall, you know. So it's more like I, I if you're a driver, credit to you, you know. So um I, I really feel tomorrow is going to be um very dicey, you know, it's going to be it's going to be an interesting one, you know. I would say obvious. I, I I I predict if it's going to rain, I predict a red flag, you know. But hopefully, um, the rain is not so heavy like that of um what you call that of spa that we had last year, whereby drivers could not 
release because if the rain is heavy, then that was the point. You know, we're sending them out to die. You know, so yeah. Um, I uh, I just hope that um, Hamilton gets a bit of luck because he's been very unlucky this season. So maybe a safety car can fall for him at the right moment and he pits early or pits at the right time and comes out in front because that's the only way that. Well, you, that's for, literally for for Mercedes per se. I was, I feel their luck will start shining from Baku, which is um that is um, next that's next week I believe. So um. I believe that's where the lock will start um, shining because there they'll be able to know, okay, and this um, the improvements they made in Spain, they'll be able to see how well it has speed off, you know. So um, I believe um, it is going forward. It's going to be interesting to see um, how Mercedes um, fare, you know, um, because we have, um, I believe... It's um Baku then um after Baku what do we have? I believe after Baku is Canada, you know. So um yeah, so it's it's, it's going to be interesting um going forward, you know, to um see how a team like um Mercedes um um cope, you know, and then regardless um the top three teams now, you know, because. It, Teams are bound to suffer reliability issues, you know. That in as much as we, we've spoken about all oh, the track and the rain, rain, I think one thing we've never even touched on is um the reliability issues that are bound to um probably happen tomorrow, you know. So teams are bound to experience reliability issues, and then if they experience this, that's points lost, you know. So um yeah. Um, that's well. I, I I don't know if anyone has anything to add just before we end this piece. Debo, do you have anything to add again? No, I'm okay. Thank you very much. All right, um, guys, thank you for um joining us today. Um, we'll be live again um tomorrow after um the race. You know um, so yeah, thank you very much. Please follow us if you're not following us um uh please follow us and um interact with um us and if you like to support us please um click the link in our bio to support us thank you very much and have a good evening thank you all